You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Well, congratulations. I know this is a weird way. I, mean, I, I broke the news on Twitter earlier. Yeah, I think that you didn't word that in the way that it was supposed no, to be No, I realized worded. afterwards, after I posted that, I think people actually thought I was trying to imply that you were... You were, really you were trying to imply that. I you were just trying... trying yeah, you asshole. I yeah. saw that. Yeah, I think even uh, Casey Holdall was a little bit confused about that one. So, yeah. Yeah, we got some... No, I am that. not looking for anything of that sort well, for myself. Well, you went dress shopping. That's all I can say. Hey, I was we'll helping. We'll find out later. <laughs> See, that's my teaser. That Hello. was a guarantee. This is Fun Employment Radio. I am Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dillon. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in wherever and however you listen. It is so fantastic that you do so. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. And, of course, you can subscribe live to the Fun Employment Radio Network for six ninety nine a month. The first week is free. The first week is free. It's free. Oh, my you're gosh. Your, you're wasting time by not applying right now. There's absolutely no problem with trying to try something out for free. I know. I like free things, Sarah. Oh, my gosh, Greg. I do, too. Well, there you go. That's another thing we have in common. Go to funemploymentradio.com slash live and subscribe now to the Fun Employment Radio Network if you so choose. But regardless, it's fantastic that you download our podcast every day. We greatly, greatly appreciate it. Yes, we do. All right, we've got a ton of stuff to get to here today, including a fantastic interview with comedian Tommy Jonigan. So, who is awesome? Like I've, uh, you know, I I'd never really heard of him so much before, but I mean, now that I've been looking him up, like so many people are fans of his, and I can see why he's an amazing guy. Yeah, Tommy is absolutely fantastic. He was very funny. We ended up talking about sports for a long time. Yeah, we did talk a little bit about sports, <laughs> kind of a little bit about everything. He came in here about nine thirty this morning, um, and uh, so a few hours ago, and we we had a great interview. So we're going to be playing that here in just a little bit, and many other things, including. It's a Science Facts Friday, which means Dr. Science is going to oh be Oh, my goodness. The science hat will be put on to dispel any untruths you may have learned. I think we got away your, from that last week. Any untruths you may have learned from your, uh, <laughs> from your, from your educationings. And uh, on top of that, I've got a Squatch Watch. <gasps> All right. But... We need to talk about uh, what's going on today. So if you are listening live, you know that we're broadcasting just a little bit later. That uh, has no meaning if you're listening via podcast. But it's because Sarah went out wedding dress shopping today. Yes, and I like the way that you've worded that to make it seem like I'm sadly going wedding dress shopping for myself. <laughs> I kind Thank of, you so much for I doing kind, that. I kind of picture you like D and It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia where she just goes and tries on wedding dresses even though she's not getting married or anything along those I lines. I did not try on any wedding dresses Did you, did you come up with a story for the clerk about oh, shut up. Your, your mystery man? Is he off in France somewhere? <laughs> he's a very rich businessman in France and he loves me very much. He said money's no object so I'll just try on all of those ones. <laughs> <laughs> so how many dresses did you try on? I tried on zero dresses, dick face. <laughs> That's how many I tried on. But I did go with one of my best friends to go and go to her appointment to try on wedding dresses. Yes. And it was very cool. I've never been to like, well, except for like when my sister got married, we went to like, she had appointments at like boutiques and such, but this is like a super fancy boutique. Okay. Like it was upstairs of this building and it's just, it's appointment only. All Which right. you already know is fancy. Yeah, I don't know. I have no idea how wedding right. dress shopping works. No, so what this is, it's, well, I don't know how wedding dress shopping is either. But apparently, so this place was appointment only. So you have to, like, it's not open to the public. Like, you have to actually schedule an appointment to go there. Okay. So went up there, and it was awesome. So walk into this room, and it's just completely, it's just 
full of wedding dresses okay. and magic and like old like knickknacks and stuff and just like all the dresses are there on display. What kind of knickknacks do they have in a wedding dress? They have like old uh, like old because it's more of like a vintage store kind of thing. So they had like old timey like wedding cake toppers and stuff. I mean, it was a very beautiful place. Okay, it was beautiful. So walked in there, it's just like over, it looks exactly like something out of a montage of a movie of people trying on wedding dresses. All right, what it looks like. Oh god, it's exactly your nightmare. That's what it looked like. Horrible. It was beautiful. Yeah. So did, I they, did they give you like wine or something? Free or champagne. Free champagne. Okay. Uh, uh, actually, they ran out of champagne. They had to run and go get some more for us. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. Even though it was only a bottle, that's, that's nothing. Right. That's yeah, that nothing. Count. That's just one glass in Sarah's world. <laughs> it was just one glass. God damn it. No. So went there, and um, my friend Heather is getting married in August. So uh, we had our wedding dress. You know, we uh, went for the time. So it was like from eleven to one o'clock, basically. So what is it? She just. Tries on dresses? Is that really how simple it is? Yes. Greg, come on. You know more about this wedding stuff than I do. She tried on dresses. I don't know. I've been married, but I wasn't a bride at my wedding. (laughs) I didn't go through that part of it. No, I had nothing to do with it because you're not supposed to as the the groom. When I I got married, yeah, I had... Wasn't wasn't any of my business. This is true. First day I saw it was... Did you go wedding dress shopping by yourself for yours? No. No, I did not. <laughs> no, I did not. No, my my job was only to go get a tux. That was it. That was the only thing yeah, I did. Yeah, I didn't... See, I have no idea what goes on at these Oh, no. It's a, it's a big to-do. So we went in and got to go through all the dresses. And since, like, oh, they're... And, and by the way, not married anymore. <laughs> <laughs> so clearly I did it right. Uh, so, so uh, go ahead. What were you People are saying, always a bridesmaid, never a bride. Not even a bridesmaid in this one. She's not having any bridesmaids. Or oh, okay. Anything. So I'm not. So I'm not always a bridesmaid. You're sh- you're sure that's not just a, like a polite way she's going to say there's no bridesmaids and then the wedding will happen and then she'll have a whole bunch of bridesmaids. Oh, friends. shut up! I'm just know. asking. <laughs> that's not going to happen. Okay. Um, no. So we went up there and uh, we got to go through. So of course, since they're all like vintage dresses, a lot of them, uh, these vintagey ladies have super. Like freakishly, like toddler size, tiny waists. Okay. And so you have to kind of go through, and it's kind of like you know going to a very like high class thrift store and trying to find like things that are your size. You're comparing stuff. it to a thrift store. Okay. Well, they're vintage dress. I mean, okay. they're oh, all right, all right. Yeah, I guess so I mean, they're that. older, but I mean, like some of these are just like like twenty inch waistband, which are like that big. Uh, and by Sarah's, I'm, my, I'm holding my hands out to about the size of a gallon of milk. Okay. That's about the size. They're just wow. so tiny. It was weird. So anyway, um, yeah, so. Went there, uh, got some champagne. Yeah. Tried on some dresses. And finally, she had, so she had tried on a bunch, which we really liked. And we were all sitting there, you know, we were the peanut gallery. Again, this would have been... Doesn't that get boring? No. I mean, how long does it take to put on a wedding dress? Because you're seeing one of your dear friends, like, look as, you know, so pretty. And, like, yeah. trying on all these things. You all don't... Right. No, I know. No, no, you just no. don't get it. There's no way I can explain it to you. Can you just you go, like, it. pick one out and be like, oh, yeah, that one looks good. I'm done. There... I didn't really realize how many layers there were to it, but there really are. Like, the way that things fit, the way that you pull things in a certain way, and they look different. Like, uh, it was... It was very interesting. Okay. It was very... So anyway, so she tried on a bunch of dresses, and uh, none of them were quite the one. So we got to go through, finally, like, one last time. So it was uh, Heather, our friend Karen, Heather's mom, and I. Okay. So we were all there. And so uh, she hadn't quite found the one, so we're like, all right, well, I'll go pick one. And I'd seen this one earlier that I thought was really pretty, but I thought it might be a little too, like, princessy because it had, like, sparkly stuff on it. And uh, so I pulled that one. I'm like, I think this would look really nice on you. Sure enough. That's the one she picked. Oh. I picked like a, the winning wedding dress. I don't do know. Do you get, I get like, it. a bonus for that? Is there a reward of some kind? I, I got a free lunch. Is there monetary compensation? Ah, free lunch You know right. what? The, yeah, the compensation was... Uh, you know, a pat on the back for myself, and also that she looks amazing. It was, it 
is a striking dress. She looks so good. Okay. It was so girly. Like, I'm not used to, like, you know, doing this girly stuff. Yeah. And we were sitting there drinking champagne, like, looking at sparkly dresses and stuff, and there's, like, all this pretty music playing, and the girl who um, who was running the store is, like, you know, she's also, like, the, like, she fits everything, like, they can tailor everything to fit to you. Okay. And, you know, she's running around all, like, professional. It was really cool. All right. It was fun. Yeah, that, that sounds like the least interesting thing in the Greg, world. Greg, again, may I say... I picked the winner. Well, congratulations. Yes. So are you going to be patting yourself on the back for this? No, I just all the wanted way to say it. No, I just wanted to say it today. I actually, I know, Sarah, and I believe me, when it comes time for that wedding, I know you are going to make sure that everybody knows that you picked up that No, dress. I won't. No, that's why I want to say it today, because I'm never going to say it again, <laughs> because it's her special day, and I don't want to take anything from it, but today was my special day, because I found that dress. <laughs> it's all about Sarah. <laughs> I love how you try to take away her glory from this, from this thing. <laughs> no, someone saying Sarah has the wedding bug, I do not at all. No, it, it's fun. It's fun to help other people yeah. with their stuff. I wouldn't want to be in the in the trying on stuff and doing all Would you ever be a wedding coordinator? Why in God's name would you ever ask me that? I don't know. It seems like something that you might might be good at. I what, like the, the Jennifer Lopez movie, The Wedding Planner? No, that is not. No, I'm not <laughs> referencing Jennifer Lopez. <laughs> You're always referencing But Jennifer I can see Lopez. you trying to spend other people's money on, on like, fancying things up. You don't think that was that's not not that for doesn't, you? No, no, I'd like to spend other people's money fancying me up. No, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that, yeah, you're absolutely right. I, I mean, let's be honest. Yeah, no, <laughs> you're you're entirely no. That would not work at all. Okay, I totally understand now. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that is uh, that is fantastic, and congratulations, Sarah. You know, I got to say, Thank did you, you post on Facebook and let everybody know? No, that you did, I was or? just I'm just doing I'm just saying it here <laughs> for our close friends. <laughs> all right. Well. Um, Anything else? Anything else that go that went along with that? No, it was just amazing. Okay. Did I mention the free champagne? Yes, you did. Oh, so uh, Heather and her mom, uh, me and Heather's mom were sitting up there as Heather was putting on another dress, and uh, so you know she brought us mimosas, and we're like, oh, were there competing great. people? No, because it's, it's appointment only. Oh, it's appointment only. Okay. So we were the only people in there. We were like, it, it, which is really awesome at this place because it was just mm-hmm. appointment only. You can stay for as long as it takes to find your dress, basically. And uh, so Heather's mom and I were sitting on the couch, you know, like shooting the shit. Drinking mimosas, and so we finished ours, and we're just like looking at the lady, like, "Can we have another mimosa?" And they ran out of champagne, so she actually had to send one of her people out to go and buy more champagne. But we, for a second, you know, Heather, you know how I know they did that because you told me about three minutes ago. I know, but I'm saying, but <laughs> let me tell you, Heather's mom and I thought that we got cut off. We're like, we just got cut off at the dress shop. Wow, <laughs> wow! After one mimosa. Well, see, I would just be worried that you would spill something on everything. No, no, everything. We we stayed far away from the dresses. Okay, There's like a, a seating area. There's no, no, no All alcohol right. is near the dresses. Okay. All right. Well, that's good. And that's my story. All and right. I picked the dress. Well, congratulations, mm-hmm. congratulations to Sarah. Yes. All right. Um, oh, thank you so much, Greg. It was my it was my very <laughs> special day. I really appreciate the. The congratulations. You're welcome. No, I want you to make sure you soak in all the glory of that. Mm-hmm. Very good. All right. Um, we've got. <laughs> so what have you been doing since I've been wedding dress shopping? You've been patiently waiting for me? I Yes, patiently waiting for you. <laughs> Just doing nothing but sitting here a bit of breath. Um, no, I've, uh, I've, I've got some work done here while we were doing it. I do have something, and I, I didn't bring this up to anyone yet. Um, okay. I do have another conundrum for tonight, because I kid you not. Oh, God. Wait, What? Well, it's a bit of a callback to last week. So the <gasps> oh no, no no let me guess let me guess is it the is it the neighbors the neighbors texted oh. me again are you kidding no I'm not I'm not kidding texted me again sent me another one 
I thought that maybe that would just kind of go away. Like, I, that's thought, kind of, I thought that was one of those problems that would well, kind of been solve a week. itself. It's been a week, so I just figured that it finally got away. So to, to backstory on this is I've got some... My roommate, my very friendly roommate, met some of my neighbors that I've never met that live about a block away. I know which house they're in, too. I figured that part out. Oh. Um, yeah. It, yeah. Uh, so they live a, a few blocks away. They're a very friendly couple. Um, they got my number because I was a bit intoxicated, and I told him that it was okay to go ahead and uh, give this neighbor my number, which she got, and she has been texting <gasps> me. So I put off the meetup for about three or four times now. I'd have to go back through my text to see how many times I've tried to wiggle my way out of it. But, you know, that sounded wrong. But um, <laughs> this last one where, where they wanted to meet up and go to a, to a local pub for a beer, uh, that one, I, I, I skirted off of that one last week. But now there's another one. I think it's like a Friday thing. I don't, I don't think they're going to I don't think they're going to stop. So you don't think they're going to stop? They're relentless. No, I mean, the fact that they waited even a week, they're, st- they're still doing this. And now mm. I'm even even more apprehensive. Now I really don't want to because if they're not even picking up these kind of hints, these kind of clues, you know that it's like. Wait, so eh. what? Did, so what specifically did she write? Uh, they want me to come over there for a drink. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah. They want me to come over for Greg, a that's drink. That's really weird. It's weird. It's getting to be pretty. So have you weird. talked to your roommate about this anymore? <sighs> no, I've been avoiding talking talking to him about it. Does I'm, he talk about them? Yes. <gasps> Wait, what do you mean he talks about them? Well, it references references them. Like, did they go on another wine vacation? I don't know. I don't want details. I don't want to know. I mean, that's more power to them. They may be just very happy people. They're very, very nice. You know, they're friendly. They're all that stuff. But they really want to meet me. Like, bad. It's kind of weird. And I don't even think, I mean, I'm just to rule out. Do they know? Do you think there's a chance out. that they've listened to this show? Well, I hope not, oh, because I've talked about them enough. Hey, if you're listening to the show, you're creepy. Stop writing, Greg. <laughs> well, no, don't say that too much, because I, oh. I didn't even think about that, because I have to be careful, because they are my neighbors. They live just like just just down the street. They're about two blocks away. Two blocks away is where they are. And, ew, oh, well, if they're listening, it's too late now. Mm-hmm. But, no, you've already talked about how... I mean, I don't think that they're listeners... I like. I don't think they know me from anybody. You know, it's not like they're a fan or anything of anything that I've done. They don't. They don't know me. They probably know what I <laughs> look like. They're not one of the many Greg Nibbler fans. No, that's not what I mean about it. <laughs> I but know. I, you know, I'm just saying I don't think they have any idea who or any. They have no no knowledge of me other than being the guy down the street, and they probably know what I look like because of the uh, because they've seen me on Facebook because they probably tracked it back. Uh oh. Through his posts. Uh oh. So. So it depends on how like. Uh, how investigative they're getting. Yeah. Because if they find you, then they see that you do Fun Employment Radio five days a week at funemploymentradio.com. And um, <laughs> they see that you do that, and then they could kind of just click on an episode and be like, hmm, I wonder what he sounds like talking. That's what I'm a little bit worried about. <gasps> again, you guys are creepy stuff. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't want to be your friend. But again, maybe they're, maybe they're just really nice. Maybe they're really nice. No, they're not really nice. You know what that is? That's not getting the hint and creepy. Yeah. That's what that is. But I got to do something about it. I think I think I might do it. Or you could just ignore it until it goes away. I've tried that. <laughs> I've been trying to ignore. I tried. I mean, I I did the get out of it, and then I've just been ignoring, and it's not working. I mean, that's the bottom line. It's not working, and they are going to show up at my house if I don't do something about this. And I know I've been talking about this for like three weeks now, but I just want to know what Skeeter said to them to make them so excited to meet you. I don't know. I don't know how like, he. Built well, how were you sold? That's true. That's a good point. Maybe yeah, he could be my ultimate hype man. Whatever he said about me, 
I mean, maybe he has just hyped me up as like the greatest I person. I mean, earth. like what what positive things about your life could he have said? Well, I don't. I mean, he sees me at home. I'm, I mostly hide <laughs> in my room. So I mean, there can't be a lot. He's a hermit in his room <laughs> and likes to hang out with the cat. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes the cat. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I'm I'm not a very exciting person when I'm at home. So I don't I don't know. I don't know what it is that he's built up about me. But he, there's there's some kind of story that I have to live up to too. That's the other thing. Oh boy. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> Keelan in the chat says Whatever you do Don't be mature And just have a drink with them No I don't Because it, clearly They're the problem Not me No they're totally the problem Right they're totally the problem I'm on being, your side Being friendly neighbors Who just want to meet up with me No they're being me. Overly friendly neighbors Alright you know what I walked in at the same time As my neighbor Into my apartment yesterday And you know what we did We said hi Hi And I opened the door For them when we were going in mm-hmm. And you know what we did Didn't talk And then I said Bye Bye And then that's it that was it. You guys actually said bye to each mm-hmm. other? Huh. Well, the, here's the other thing. So this, um, actually, uh, our friend Carrie posted this, I believe, on my Facebook page or maybe on both of our Facebook pages earlier. This story about a woman who was, apparently, she had all of her bills set to auto pay, but she passed away six years ago and they just found her body at her house. <gasps> so here it is. So this this woman, um, yeah, she had everything on auto is pay. Is it because so she didn't ever- know her neighbors? Well, see, there we go. Oh, the neighborhood God, checked on her. Greg, are you serious? Well, I'm saying it is a fair point that she brought up with this thing. So this woman, um, I guess, had, had passed away in her car in her garage. and Was it like a suicide, like a carbon They don't know. They, they, haven't okay. even, they haven't even done There was no sign of foul play, but I mean, the body is mummified at this point. It's been six years that no one thought to check on this woman at all. The neighbors, I guess, mowed her lawn because she would go on like business trips. And the only reason they found out is the, the bank had foreclosed on the house or foreclosed on the mortgage. But banks do that all the time. And so they just didn't go to check on them. But they went out there. They had a repair guy come out to like check on something with the roof. And that's when he came in and found the body. But her bills have been paid this entire time. So nobody's kind of collecting for that. Somebody's been mowing the lawn. The neighbors just assumed she kept to herself six years that no one checked on this woman. See, I don't want to end up like that either. Wow. I'm looking at this. This is weird. Yeah. And where was the story out of? Do you have it pulled up? Uh, out of Michigan. So it says the body of a Michigan woman who'd been dead for at least six years has been discovered in mummified condition in the back seat of her SUV. So she was from Pontiac, Michigan. Yeah, uh, the, the neighbor said she traveled often, and where there's a lot of foreclosed homes, so mm-hmm. the bank doesn't even go check on them all. Her body was found in the back seat of her gray SUV, and they said they didn't worry about it. And when her lawn got unkempt, she they would actually mow her lawn for her because she was out of town. Yeah. See, that's this is the kind of thing. Maybe I do need to make more connections with the neighbors just so they can check on my body. I mean, uh, I don't want to go six years. Six years, nobody bothered to check on her. That is so weird. It says, after learning she's been dead for six years, neighbors wondered why her family or employer didn't check up on her. Uh, they said because of her job or because she has a family, you'd think someone would look after it. That's just depressing. Yeah. Yeah. See, that's another reason. Maybe that's why I need to go go hang out with the neighbors. Oh, but then they what? So they don't find your decomposing body six years later? By the yeah. way, Greg, just so you know, I have business ties to you. It's not affection. I'm sorry. But I mean, I'd probably come and see if your body's mummifying if you didn't show up for work. <laughs> Just so you know. Well, all right. It's okay. You don't need your swinger neighbors to come and check on your mummified body. I would I would check. Yeah. Uh, Loki in the chat says, my financial goal is to be able to be dead for six years. Seriously. What kind of bank account does this woman have? It said she had $54,000. And that lasted for six years? For six years, apparently. Well, I guess if you're not buying food or anything else, that, that <laughs> I guess some, it's just paying your basic bills. That eliminates some costs, I suppose. Yeah. Wow. Well, anyway, I think it's something that I should be concerned with. 
All right. So what you're saying now is that you're going to hang out with your roommates well, because, or your excuse me, your neighbors because. Well, it's just another another hypothesis, another thing, another another thing for me to think about. Well, are you going to do it? I mean, you should just do it. Should I just rip the bandaid off and do it? You should do it tonight. Just do it. Just go get a drink. <sighs> May, all right. Maybe I will. You need to, Greg, because we've been talking about this now for two weeks. It need, we need to have a payoff. You need to do it. But here's the problem, though. Okay, imagine this. I oh, go God. I go and meet up with them. They're going to want to know what I do. I have to tell them that I do fun employment radio. I mean, what else am I going to say? Say just say your museum job. Just say that's what you do. Well, if they if they do any amount of searching, it's not like I'm not tied to this show in any way, shape, or form. Then how am I going to talk about it when I come back onto the show? Because then they're just going to they're going to listen to it. Well, I'll have to. I'll have to do it. Oh well. Well, you're just going to have to. Or what if you go over and what if they're setting you up? What if they've actually already listened to the show when I was calling them creepy? Oh no, and then they're going to like Ooh, and they're going to confront you on it. So we listened to your little show and <sighs> huh, that wasn't us you were talking about, was it? Oh yeah. Oh, oh, I can say that. oh that'd be awkward. That would be awkward. That's going it's not would be, that's going to be. That's always been the uncomfortable thing. It's why I never say names on the show like when we talk about anyone um because especially someone that we don't think listens to the show, it's always surprising how many people listen to this show and how many people it's do end up hearing. Awesome. It's, it's awesome. No, I mean, but it also 99, us in the ass 99% <laughs> of the time, it's awesome until it's that 1%, the person that you talked about, and then they, and then they find no, out. No, that and that's mad. surprising, too. And I'm just like, oh, yeah. God, I didn't know. Sorry about that. But anyway, again, let me just state for the record, Greg's neighbors, neighbors you're creepy. <laughs> Keelan's uh, mimicking them. We really liked your skits. You do. <laughs> I'm a big fan of your fake band. <laughs> oh, wow. That's a neat little show that you do. So what do you do for real? Oh, God. Uh, all right. Well, this is You have to, to do it. Maybe you should bring Keelan. <laughs> Keelan can be your hype man. Uh, I don't know. He might be what they're looking for. I don't know if Keelan wants to be there. Just saying. Ah, uh, but I don't, he doesn't shy away from these uncomfortable situations. Well, though. no, I know that's true. You need a wingman. You're not able to handle this on your own. I don't think you seem <laughs> too hesitant. You need to have somebody. <sighs> All right, maybe maybe that would be a good idea. Kevin, want to go to a swingers party with me? <laughs> All right, let's. Uh, what do we do? This we need to we need to play our interview with Tommy. Yeah. Uh, Who was really great, by the way. You guys, his, his name not, might not be like the most recognizable, but he is definitely an up and coming comedian. He is awesomely hilarious. Yes, he is fantastic. Uh, Tommy Johnigan, he's going to be at Helium Comedy Club this weekend, actually tonight and tomorrow night. So that's March 7th, 2014 and March 8th. Two shows each night, 7.30 and 10 o'clock. You can go check them out there. This interview is kind of sporadic because we had a little bit of technical uh, difficulty at the very beginning. Mm -hmm. So it gets a little discombobulated, but it's all good. It's awesome. And uh, let's go ahead and just... Uh, all right. Well, we're going to be here. We are indeed. Hanging out, doing what we and, do. And then we'll be back with perhaps a squad. Oh, Jesus. Oh, yes. I've got big news and squatches. Oh, my God. Right. Oh, my God. Here we go. Here's our interview with Tommy Jonigan. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Fun Employment Radio. And that's a uh, the full dot com scenario. Uh, and you're listening to, well, not at the moment, uh, I'm Reese Darby. 
Uh, I should have said that at the beginning. But after me, uh, you'll be listening to Nibbler and Dylan. Always a good laugh there. Uh, so enjoy them, and I'll see you next time. Yes, indeed. I love that liner, but at the same time, it makes us seem like our first names are Nibbler and Dylan. It does make it seem like that. And then, yeah. you know, like, we just meet somebody, and then it's kind of confusing. Now it is. Yeah. Yes, hello. <laughs> I'm Greg Nibbler here with Sarah X. Dylan, and thank you, everyone, for tuning in now. And we are joined by Mr. Tommy John again. Hello, sir. Hello. How are you? Hello, Good. Tommy. Thank you for coming to meet up with us so early. Uh, Do you want Thank up? you. May I? Are you deaf like us? I'm not deaf, but I'm not getting anything, so there may be a... Oh, there's nothing... Oh, is there something going on? We've got that? a finicky cord. Right. Well, it's fine. I okay. think it's fine. You think it's fine? Is it, I'm going to push in that. Push this in? Or maybe not. I think, well, you know what it is? Maybe I am just <laughs> unable to hear from headphones. <laughs> or maybe we <laughs> Or maybe that really, cord, yeah, of course, shorts out on this morning. Why, why would it not? You know what? You can have mine. There oh, we go. That. You're more important. No, <laughs> nobody's like more important than our guest. <laughs> well, uh, we'll go on. We'll go on through there. All right. Okay, it's okay. We won't play any super secret things underneath you yeah, or anything that's like what that. You worry about sometimes when you I know. do some shows where you're playing. We're gonna have like have clown you ever car had noises. Anybody? Yeah, play some like yeah. Uh, like, I've heard stories. I mean, it may have happened to me. I doubt it because I am. I'm like, where's those headphones? <laughs> you're not gonna do that. You're not gonna do that to me. <laughs> I'm not Talking, gonna be that. Who knows guy. what they're playing? <laughs> That's true. It could be like whistles and bells. Well, I not us. I do have to say, um, when we announced that you were coming on the show, we had a lot of responses from people. Is for some reason Cincinnati. We've had like three or four responses from people. Oh, in Cincinnati. I love Cincinnati. Okay, do you, I, I've been going there for years to okay. the uh, Go Bananas Comedy Clubs. One of my favorites, ah, okay, one of my favorites in the entire country, and um, I, it's nice to know that uh, people pay attention that I come there all the time and it's also <laughs> fans of yours fans of mine it seems like they're uniting yes which is good uniting across all the world. three of my fans from Cincinnati <laughs> sure reach out. someone did uh, tweet at me that's what you say uh-huh. yeah. and they said uh, they said they were like you should do you should do this show yay awesome. well I'm glad that you are doing this show and then I looked and I was like maybe, maybe I already am <laughs> <laughs> done maybe it's already Locked happening <laughs> so have you been to Portland a lot before uh, you know what? I have been probably five or six times. Yeah, and um, it's you know it's a it's a fine city. You, you like the fair city? Like it. People, I think you have to live here to love it. Mm-hmm. People that live here think it's the best place on earth. <laughs> I'm visiting and like you know what? It's fine. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's fine. That's, now that's, sometimes that's I love fair. living in Portland, but sometimes it gets a little too Portlandy. People like, are a little cocky about it. Yeah, you know, it gets and it's getting super obnoxious, like with the whole Portlandia stuff. Like I, I literally live next to a coffee shop where like there are clowns that go there every day, and they right. ride their tall bikes there. Well, and I'm just go, like Portland. Go there. I are they well, I'll tell you. Paid clowns. They're paid they clowns. Living to be a clown. They're paid now, for how living. Do you, how do you know they're paid though? Because well, I don't know because they go to the coffee shop. It says like their name on the coffee shop, and it's just like you know. Children's story time, but like I look at them, I'm like, you're too it, Portland. You're doing it too oh, much. The coffee shop is paying them to come there to come and be clowns. I want to be. I want to be clear. I thought these were like working man clowns. <laughs> Grab a cup yeah. of Joe before they go off to do some clowning. <laughs> they they do do clown some clowning. I see them clowning on the streets. Too, so you're so. saying the coffee shops like we just like having clowns <laughs> they, in our coffee shop. They embrace the clown. Like, then <laughs> if these were just clowns on their way to work, right? Beaten traffic, getting up early, get a cup of coffee. I'm fine, but if they're paid by the coffee shop, that's very silly. Another hard day of clowning ahead of me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that seems crazy. Yeah, that's yeah, a that's. Bit a, I'm, I'm, I respect your honesty about that because a lot of people, like Portlandy people, get like too. I'll never fake it. Yeah, like, people that live here love it. So it's essentially it's like the idea of like 
you got to try my mom's spaghetti. Mm-hmm. And then I try your mom's spaghetti. I'm like, yeah, I've had spaghetti before. This this spaghetti rains too much. <laughs> I'd rather have spaghetti in sunshine. Uh, this is so. This is Portland's mom's spaghetti, and I'm you know I'm, I'm having it for a couple of days. I'm gonna go home. <laughs> it's, it's going good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you've already done some TV today. You got some. You got some spectacles. Got some nice specs. Yeah. From some ABC. Nice. Greg, and you have yourself a little Pee Wee Herman uh, little bow tie. tie. Yeah, Put we'll, that on and go to the coffee shop. There you go. Put on a red bow tie. <laughs> Make some money. Perfect. Coffee shop pays six bucks an hour. <laughs> <laughs> Read some stories, people. You'll be good. I went to a Starbucks. Was that, that's, is that anti-Portland? No, no. it's anti-Seattle, usually. They so get all up in arms. If you're in Seattle, you don't go to Starbucks. <gasps> yeah, well, because the owner of the of Starbucks was the one that sold the Sonic, the Supersonics. Yeah, yeah. And so they get all like their panties in a twist about that. Oh, they're still mad about that. They're no, still. they're still mad. Oh. oh, yeah, it's a big deal. Oh, the madness. Uh, Oklahoma City is a fine place. <laughs> it's a great basketball team. It sucks that they don't have it. Are you, <laughs> That'd be a real nice basketball team to have in your city. They're going to win a championship in Oklahoma. Can you believe that? Are you a sport fan? I am a sports fan. Did you it's watch just, the Clippers, Lakers? Oh, no, no, we are. Did you watch the Clippers, Lakers game yeah, last holy night? Holy baloney. Holy well, I, was, God. I was working last night. I had a show, but I did watch uh, part of the beginning and then in the end where I saw the final score. It was crazy. God, yeah. I saw that. What was the fight? It was like forty-eight points. Forty-eight points. Mm-hmm. They should. Uh, there should be a mercy rule at well, some the, point. The, 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 I feel like the Lakers should have had to buy a ticket if they're just going to watch the game. <laughs> they should have had to also pay. Dude, that's crazy to see that too. And and, and it must be nice for the Clippers. They also have one of the worst owners in sports, so it's hard oh, to yeah. be excited for them. Mm-hmm. But I am a you know I'm a fan of Chris Paul. But I'm a fan of basketball. <gasps> I'm, I'm a Bulls fan, but in general, I just like the basketball. Basketball is as good as it's been since Jordan played. Mm-hmm. There's a bunch of superstars. All the yeah. major cities are, have stories, and they're good and good enough. But um, the fact that the Clippers are that good, I, I'm very it's excited. Kind of, it's yeah, odd. It's, it's kind of weird. It it's a little nice. unnerving. I moved to LA right when they started getting good. Okay, I didn't move because that'd be a that'd be a commitment. <laughs> that'd be, yeah, especially that'd with, be a a, with an owner like that. And you, in any minute, he's just going to sell the team. To, like he's just going to get rid of all the players. Yeah, like the <laughs> like Chris Paul. You yeah, was Oklahoma. wondering, you're out of here. Like living in LA, is there uh, like a divide between like uh, Clippers and Lakers fans? Well, I think everyone is a Lakers fan. Yeah, like all the. The, like all your celebrities would claim to be Lakers fans and then there's some diehard Clipper fans where I have a friend who's had season tickets for 15 years okay well then he, they deserve oh he it. hates the bandwagon jumpers I'm sure he then. hates them yeah and it's gotten full I mean people are really coming out of the woodworks like it's his ticket his tickets have gone up the cost of his tickets have gone up because of people coming in and, and this is also the thing I didn't know this he buys season tickets he pays they basically say your seat is worth a hundred dollars but your face, you'll so if you buy forty games, mm-hmm. you're you know it's you'll never you're not paying you're paying a hundred per ticket. But the face value of the ticket fluctuates. I did not know that. Really? So the face value. Will, oh, per like team they're playing. And it'll such? never be below a hundred because he's paying a hundred. It'll never be below. But when they play the Heat, his ticket that he paid a hundred dollars for, if face value is four thirty or something. Oh wow. wow. And then when they played the Lakers, it would go up to like two fifty or three hundred. But I'm assuming that probably goes down now yeah. after that game. There's probably a refund, probably a gift card to Chipotle on it or something. <laughs> I was watching that, and the Blazers, uh, Trailblazers, just played the Lakers and just lost to them. And I'm like, and then really they just lose by forty eight points. God, they're real bad. Yeah. Trailblazers started out real hot. They did. They started real, real hot. I don't know if it's going to finish quite that way, but it's, it's still it's better than what it, what was expected. <gasps> From an outside perspective, what do you think of Damian Lillard? 
I don't know enough about him to have a super opinion. Mm-hmm. I, mean, I like basketball, but I just started paying attention to Portland. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like they we just, I think we just got on a lot of people's maps. Yeah, it really was. At the beginning of the year, I was like, man, they're coming in hot. I got to start learning, yeah. learning a little bit about these guys. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Weird knowing. Yeah, of course, uh, Greg and I actually did work for the Blazers for a few years. It was the years that they sucked. Okay, and so now, they got rid of you. Exactly. Right. We were uh, like yeah. the we were the baggage that they dropped and then they actually got You drafted good. that kid, right? <laughs> yeah, it's all right. Yeah, we're responsible for that. Yeah, okay. Yeah. We were there when that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll take credit for it. Just pop your head in the door. You know what I think. <laughs> Excuse me, Mr. Paul <laughs> Allen. <laughs> um so I mean Paul you Allen? Live- Paul Allen. Mm-hmm. <sighs> He's the owner of the Blazers. Dude, that guy. Yeah. Yeah. That guy. Money bags. Yeah. <laughs> I met him once uh not even when we work for the Blazers, but once backstage at a Killers concert. I wouldn't hesitate to ask him for money. No, oh, yeah. No. A million dollars. I missed like, that. I'm, like, See, I would ask for a million dollars. He's the kind of guy that's so rich, so I bet he has no cash on him. Like, he probably has no credit cards or anything. He's got other people that handle all of that for him. I would ask for a million dollars, and I would say, you, there's not a scenario where you would notice not having a million dollars. True. <laughs> you would change my, my family's life for generations if you gave me one million dollars right now. Yeah. And that's my pitch. And he that wouldn't is even a know. great pitch. I might steal your pitch if I get to meet him again. Oh, do it. I, right. And then do it. I hope it changes your family's life. That would be amazing. It is. I, yeah, it is funny to see him sitting on the sidelines. I'm like, you're a, you're a billionaire and just sitting there watching basketball just like the rest of us. Yeah. Not just like the rest of us. I'm sure his not, chair is more comfortable. He's had like butt implants or something to make yeah. him sit better through all four quarters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's got... Uh, okay, well, here's some inside information. So he's got places all over town here in Portland, I'm sure all over the world. But he's got a place on top of one of the towers downtown. And uh, one like of the... Me, like owns a... Yeah, home. like owns like a condo. Like a okay. penthouse thing. And he's get, he gets it cleaned all the time. But the um, one of the people that I used to work with said the cleaning lady went in there when they went in to check the place out. And he hadn't been in there, there in so long that the toilet water had evaporated. It was completely empty. So it's okay. just this giant condo on top of a tower that he never even uses. Wow. Just sitting there empty. Great, but I will say what when you said he has these places around town, I thought we were talking like skull and bones, like he had oh, secret. He probably secret, does like, have subterranean things that no one knows. I thought I was like he's you wanted the that world. In, you wanted that kind of. I wanted him to like he like walks into a telephone booth that there's like the it's like why is that there and then it's boom it's like the bottom falls out and he's in like a well he does that have much? a secret room and and the top of the rose garden like our, or the Moda Center I guess like our uh, Coliseum thing here. There's a secret room like he has an apartment in there where he has to fly in. To, and it's hidden in the rafters. We fly into it? Well, you don't have to fly into it, but he's got a helicopter pad. Well, the helipad, yeah. and that's how they said that he usually gets in. Like, there's a mm-hmm. private elevator that he has, but he has one little window, and he can watch the games from there. So if he feels like going in, it's like some 70s-themed apartment. I want to be a part of that. I know. Imagine having that kind of money. When we worked with them, we tried to... Not a billion. Yeah, we tried to befriend people who would take us there, and nobody ever would. He's probably he probably never uses it. No, no. He likes to be seen down down by the courtside. That's yeah. true. They were saying I think he used it like once, and it's just there. It's there for the taking. That's true. I would do silly stuff like that if I had money. I know. I, I billions think is a bit crazy. <laughs> if I had like if I had like tens of or hundreds of millions, I'd still be re- I'd still be reasonably normal. But like once mm. we get into the billions, it would be like. Do you think that I could do this with money? And people be like, you can do anything with money. And I would just build a thing in the middle of nowhere. Yeah, just for no reason at all. Yeah. yeah. 
No, that would be awesome. Buy all the billboards yeah. in the country for a day. I remember there was a guy that did that during the Super Bowl. It was years ago, but he bought an ad for 30 seconds that was just him sitting there because he had the money. <laughs> for real? Yeah, for real. I don't think it was a national one, but it was it was some like local oh, market. Oh, so good. Yeah, That's just amazing. Him. Yeah, hanging out. The lawyer that bought the, did you see that? The Georgia, yeah. The Georgia, yeah. TV show. Yeah. Yeah, I just saw that. I saw the trailer for it. They're making him like some vigilante type guy. Well, I, I didn't see the commercial. I thought it was a guy trying to be funny, but apparently it's like a story of his brother's death. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Did you know this? No, that took a So apparently turn. like his brother died and the guy gets off. Yeah. So he's out like, he's a lawyer and he's like putting people away that need to be put away and he's defending people that need to be defended and there's something with a hammer and mm-hmm. fire <laughs> and then you got a TV show off of it. Right. Yeah. And he like reenacts, you know, the... Yeah, the police officer coming to tell him that his brother died. My girlfriend told me. My girlfriend used the voice where she's like, "He comes in, he's like, your brother's dead." (laughs) Yes, that's pretty much it. (laughs) Can you imagine just this? Watching the Super Bowl and then that crazy, there's like a Doritos commercial, and then the next thing you know, it's like your brother's dead. (laughs) Jesus. Did someone click on Breaking Bad? How'd this happen? <laughs> Shit just got real. <laughs> well, I forgot we can cuss. Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Well, I have a baby, so I don't. I try not to cuss as much with a baby in general. Oh, censorship around the baby. Yeah, yeah. How old is your baby? 17 months. 17 wow. months. So I'm trying to I curse less around the baby. The pediatrician said don't curse or she'll curse which is I've, when I hear babies curse I love it <laughs> I have a nephew and I said something and that he cussed back and my, my sister was like stop he's just gonna keep doing it if you keep laughing and I was like I hope he does it forever <laughs> I really hope this goes on for years I'll pay him he'll be on salary here's 20 bucks say shit <laughs> I think he knocked over a block he used it like perfectly I think he like knocked over blocks and he said son of a bitch <laughs> really? what the hell wow. so, like one of those where it's like a real fun like he's like an old man cousin yeah, <laughs> some bitch. <laughs> so seventeen months does it? Does a child talk at seventeen? She months? talks a bunch. She's she very, she's a she's ahead of the curve, but she she talks. Their doctor said she's like a like an over two year old speaking level, or however they monitor that. Yeah, they're usually and, like percentile or something. Well, percentile is for size. She's definitely gotcha. She walks and talks, which would be. Weird if she just did one. <laughs> right. And if she did just one, you would want it to be walking. Yeah. You wouldn't want, like, a baby crawling that could speak fully. That, that'd be kind of creepy. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. would seem like she's never going to walk. Yeah. Because if you could talk before you could walk, you in your mind you would be like, well, there's no need for that walking thing. Right. People carry you everywhere. I'll, you'll carry me. I can be like, take me over there. And then you know, I would take you over there. Yeah. The I've whole, never thought about that. That would be super creepy. The whole reason you walk is because you can't communicate. You're like, I want to get to that fucking toy. And then, but if you could say, bring me that fucking toy, you'd be like, well, I'm just going to hang out down here yeah. on the floor. Oh, yeah. That would warp my whole world. So what was her first word? Data. Which oh, is that's easiest special. To say. It's easy to say. Second one was ball. Okay. I'm, trying, I'm like, uh, we, we watch sports. She will watch, when she was very young, it was adorable. We'd be watching football and she'd go, football. And then a basketball commercial would come on, a commercial for basketball, which lasts 30 seconds, and she would go, basketball. So I, I watched wow. enough Sports Center with her that she learned <laughs> to do sports very quickly. 
And now she says makeup and stuff like that. Oh. She's a cute little baby girl. She talks a bunch. <laughs> <laughs> she said shitballs one day. Shitballs? That would be so she cute didn't to say your it kids more than that. once. My girlfriend was like, I said shitballs, and then Harper said shitballs. <laughs> and I'm like, why are you saying shitballs? You're, <laughs> yeah. we're, we're, what happened in your life that you said shitballs <laughs> around the baby? I, I would understand fuck more than shitballs. <laughs> yeah. Shitballs is very specific. Yeah, yeah. Yep. It turns out my uh, girlfriend had pooped on her nuts. Ah. No, I'm kidding. Well, okay. Well, that oh does God. explain things. It's a weird uh, explanation. But I felt so like you guys, I should have given you why she said it, but I don't know. She didn't explain why she said that was it. Well, you can only I'm assume that. I was very confused. She was like, oh, shitballs. And then my kid's like, shitballs. <laughs> well, have you seen your comedy change a lot? Like, now since you have a, a blessed child, like, uh, is a lot of it more centered around You know what? Her? My stand-up has always been heavy on one topic mm-hmm. and then just a couple more topics. For so basically, for after like I'm doing it for like two years, and I kind of found out like oh three years, he was like oh this is kind of how I'm doing it, and it's not on purpose. But gen- generally, I talk, I do a lot of stuff about relationships or the relationship I'm in more specifically, mm-hmm. or not being in a relationship. And then now it's like I talk about that a lot, and then I talk about the baby. Also, oh, that's it, your life. I mean, but that's it's what all stories. In. It's all like true stuff. And I think it's relatable. And um, you know, I've never been the guy to be like, "What's the, you know?" Can you believe how big Coke bottles have gotten? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't. That's the thing. Like, and also, I'm not political. So people yeah. have asked, "Do you do political humor?" And I'm like, I don't do non-humorous political. I don't have a non-funny conversation about it, and I don't mm. have a funny conversation. I just don't mind. I don't care enough about it mm. to yeah. talk about it. It seemed like something I was faking. So I'm very true to this whole, and who knows? Maybe maybe it's going to suck uh, for somebody. Maybe people are like this. He's only talking about, being a, but where's Dude, the Bill Clinton impression? That's what we do with our show. I mean, like we don't get into anything heavy. Like what yeah. we want to do is like be a, a funny distraction for people. We don't need to yeah. be like, oh yeah, Ukraine situation, it's f- fucked up. Like I think the best thing about it is I get to, I'm telling something that really happened to me, and if you're laughing, you're laughing because oh that's funny, or you're saying oh that something similar happened to me. So. I'd like to think that I don't say anything and you're like, oh, is this another man-woman thing? Like, it seems very... <laughs> my stuff's, like, really personal. And, you know, it, it's like, this is what I'm going to talk about. And I'm not one of those people, I'm never going to lie, I don't do comedy for the audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I do comedy because it makes me feel good when they laugh. Mm-hmm. Like, that doesn't... It doesn't matter to me. Like, I'm not one of these guys like, you know what, when I see... This guy laugh It just warms me I'm like no 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 This is completely selfish <laughs> If I could figure out a way To feel the way I feel When people laugh Without the people I would just eliminate them From the equation Yeah it'd I be a lot easier the feeling I get As, Since a kid Like I'd make someone laugh And it would be like Oh that feels great And it's like Oh because you made them laugh No I don't care about their life <laughs> Let me talk about me For a little bit Well you can go see Tommy tonight And let And uh, make him feel good Tonight, yeah. uh, Helium Comedy Club, and let him make you feel good. Yes, exactly. And if you feel good, it's a byproduct of that. That's it's true. A real nice byproduct. <laughs> it's true. But just know he only cares about himself. <laughs> and now the baby. <laughs> and the baby. And the, and the girlfriend. And the baby. Some, and the baby. <laughs> 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 well, Tommy, Johnny, you're going to be there uh, tonight and tomorrow night, 7.30 and 10 o'clock. So four different opportunities to go check them out at Helium Comedy Club. Definitely go. And then this will air forever. 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 Forever so and ever. people listening to this, mm-hmm. not today. Right. Yes, so give, us, a, give us where this people can is, find you. Wait, this is March 7th. 7th, 2014. Yes. yes. 
if you're hearing it today or tomorrow even I'm in mm-hmm. Portland if this is not today or tomorrow not not today or tomorrow like if you're listening to it mm-hmm. you would be like oh it is today right March 7th today March 7th is today because no matter when you're listening to it well it and the show's today. in Portland so if you're in Cincinnati you would have to fly out right now yeah to make the show to and I'm, like right this second so what it is go to I just got a new website, TommyJComedy.com. I was seeing Ooh. you write about that, that you got a new fancy I, website. I, 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 I got a website, and I had a, I had one for a long time. It's, uh, didn't, it wasn't pretty. This one seems prettier. And I think that's why you go to website mm. for pretty. Do you want to be aesthetically so pleased? The, the, the schedule's up there if you're on the internet, which I think you have to be for this. You could be on your phone, but technically it would still be the internet. Yeah. yeah. Or yeah. the app? Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah. yeah, and also follow Tommy on the Twitters. You have like over thirty thousand followers. That means you you got some good shit to say. People want to hear what you're saying. That that could go down. <laughs> Let's. Um, I do. I do. I do measure my life in retweets and faves. That's good. So, yeah. Um, so you guys like this? You were regular radio mm-hmm. with commercials. Yeah. Yep. This seems way better. Yeah. Thank this you. Is it is so much better. It's it's very freeing, not having to meet with a program director after every show and having him yell at you and. So that, that seems Anytime that gets involved Anytime I go to a radio show And it's not as good It's because they talk to a program director mm. Yeah And that guy was like You know that part where everyone's having fun For 20 minutes <laughs> Let's take that down to three minutes We gotta have a, an ad for Chevrolet And some and, mattresses And then also We got to uh, play a little more music Because yep. The thing is with radio Is People don't want to hear uh, strong point of views or funny personalities mm-hmm. or no. interesting conversations. What they want is music interrupted by uh, commercials. Yes, <laughs> that's, that's exactly it. Want. Because there's the thing is the problem is uh, there's nowhere else you can get music. No, <laughs> I think that's the main problem. Is if we could figure out a way that I could just listen to the music I want. I just want Pearl Jam Jeremy for about four times yeah. an hour. Oh God! A few that commercials. Is, that, what is that? Is frustrating. Where radio is re- is the reacting the opposite way you should react mm-hmm. with iPods and <laughs> they're and, kind of panicking and Pandora and Spotify and all these things. What they should say is like, "Hey, you two, you're doing great. We want." That's what people would listen to radio for. Mm. Yeah. They just steal you from the internet because there's only the two of you. <laughs> yeah. There's Pandora, there's iPods, iPhones. There's a million ways that they can hear the music. It's true. There's only, you guys, there's only two of you. I meant there's only one of each of you. There's not two. <laughs> right. There's not another set of you somewhere. Well, we Don't have, talk about our clones, Tommy. <laughs> well, there is the Portland, Maine edition <laughs> That's of you guys. True. That's true. That yeah. It's a subsidiary, show. though. It's smaller. Yeah, we did actually smaller. get yelled at in radio one time about talking about books too much. Books too much. Mm-hmm. People are silly. Yeah, <laughs> just uh, don't 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 talk about books. That's that's too much smart what talking. Book? Was it the Bible specifically? <laughs> yes, it was. All of- I don't remember which one it was, but it was there was a specific book. It was a talking to. Yeah, it was a talking to. It's like, like a strong like mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. yeah too much. Yeah, like specifically a- no more book talk. Did you give away the ending to the Da Vinci Code? <laughs> no. No. Yeah. No. Yeah. Oh, my God. Spoiler uh, alert. <laughs> spoiler alert for an almost 10-year-old movie. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, Tommy, you are going to be at Helium Comedy tonight. So check out his website, TommyJComedy.com. And go see him, if you're in Portland, All four on times. March 7th or March 8th, yes. 2014. 7.30 and 10. 7.30 and 10. Perfect. Both nights. Awesome. All right. Tommy, thank you so Thanks much. Thanks for having me. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Yes, indeed. Oh, and here we are. Yes, there we are. Oh, Greg, you didn't have your microphone loud enough. I know. 
That's, I'm never loud enough. Oh God! I was gonna say it's very unlike you. It is very unlike. Usually, you, you like keep lowering my microphone. Oh, don't you even! All right, that was Tommy Jarnigan. He's going to be at Helium Comedy Club, like we said tonight and tomorrow. And you can find him at TommyJComedy.com. All right, um, we've got a bunch of stuff to get through here, sir. Yeah, I know. I didn't realize how much time has already gone. I know. By. Well, let's do a little bit of ball talk, why don't we? Done. Yeah. Balls to the wall. All right. I'm Greg Nibbler. Let's talk balls. balls. All right, it's a it's a short balls, supple, supple balls, but they're short. They're small but virile, potent. Okay, potent. If you could say. All right, uh, first up in ball talk, I has, just have this. This is another thing from basketball. You already heard that the Lakers lost by forty eight points. Haha. Uh, but this one comes from LeBron James, and uh, he makes reference to the new sleeved NBA jerseys that are out there. So the NBA has tried this out with with a few different teams this year. Actually, I think every team has had to wear them at some point mm-hmm. where they're wearing jerseys with actual sleeves and oh yeah those look tops. weird yeah they do look weird they're they're kind of bizarre looking um but lebron and his miami heat lost to the san antonio spurs yesterday and part of it this is this is what he said he said he is not making excuses but the sleeve jerseys may have contributed to their loss oh wait so he made an excuse while he's, saying he wasn't making he's an not excuse making excuses but he's saying that the sleeved NBA jerseys may have contributed to the team's loss. Okay. So there we go. Not an excuse. That's just a fact for him. <laughs> Moving on to ball talk. In our short balls. Supple. Supple. Barrel balls. Actually, we'll just go to this. We'll just make it a two ball talk story. Because I've got this story and I want to I make sure it gets out here. And it's about possible... Scandal. Scandal. A scandal. Sarah, that is uh, hitting the, the Twitters and the airwaves, and it has to do with the Olympics. Okay. And of course, famed host of NBC's coverage, Bob Costas. Sure. Now, Bob Costas uh, famously did have the pink eye during the. He during had pink the eyes. Yeah. Well, yeah, it did. It spread to the other eye. Yeah. He had pink eye, and he was able to broadcast for a while. It's kind of awkward watching him. He wore glasses to try to cover it up. But eventually, he ended up having to take a break, and then Matt Lauer took over for a while. Well, now, here's the scandal. The scandal, if you will. And it's this. The rumor is coming out that the reason Bob Costas had pink eye was that it was an infection from a botched Botox job. Oh, dun-dun-dun. Bob Costas reportedly got Botox before heading over there. And um, that is the reason that he got the infection, not from like a dirty pillow or anything like that. Not from poop fingers? Not from poop <laughs> Not from poop fingers. <laughs> the usual cause, although it's not always the cause, because I got pink eye from a bowling ball in San Diego. That might or might not have had feces inside of it. It probably did. Yes. It probably did. It did. Always never touch your eye after touching a bowling ball. That's that's the one rule I want to make sure that everybody has. But this is what the what the rumor is, is that he got boat or he got a, an eye infection from the Botox. And this article that I'm reading is actually on Jezebel.com. It says, if you search Botox red eyes, it turns up over a million hits. Because I guess this is a thing. When you get Botox, it can oh. easily spread into an infection. Is that why you had red eyes the other day, Greg? Did no. You, are, you starting to, are you starting the Botox in early? No, I have not had the Botox, thankfully. Would you I ever get Botox? No. No. No, I'm not going to inject. What about now? Maybe. So there we go. That was the scandal and rumor in our short supple ball talk. 
Bob Costas, Botox. Pink eye poop fingers. Okay. That concludes this edition of Ball Talk. Wow. That was the classiest of all ball talks. It is. Well, I mean, I'm just saying, I just wanted to spread the word. Wanted to spread the word. And since I know we have to get through quite a few things. Yeah, here. we do have many things to get through. I think it's time for this. This is the big news I've been waiting to tell. Okay. And that's kind of why I wanted to get through ball talk quickly because, Sarah. Oh, God. Yes, Greg. <laughs> In our day of tech. Oh, it's Squatch Watch time! I do think there's a Squatch in these woods. Squatch! All right, Sarah, here it is. Oh this is God. the big news. And actually, a lot of this Squatch Watch is just going to be some audio that I'm going to play because I believe I cannot describe this man as well as he can. His name is Aaron Arcond, and he is heading to a big convention regarding Sasquatches. Now, he's, he's from Edmonton, Alberta. Okay. So he's a Canadian Squatch hunter, and he's been invited to Toronto to pitch his idea for a Canadian-based reality show. And so what I want to do here, this man is a seasoned professional Squatch hunter. I want to just go ahead and play his audio. This is him talking about his credentials and what makes him such an amazing, uh, amazing candidate for this reality show. Okay. So here he is. Here's Aaron Arcond from Edmonton, Alberta. My name is Aaron Arcand, and uh, I'm from here in Edmonton, Alberta, and I'm here today to audition for Dragon's Den. I am actually pitching to them a uh, Canadian-based reality TV show called Searching for Sasquatch with a format of one location, six months, and one man alone in the Canadian wilderness searching for Sasquatch. Um, actually, um, for the most part, they, they saw me, I saw them, and they just calmly walked away. I have been bluff charged once in the dark. I'm not counting that as a sighting because it was so dark I couldn't even see it. But he did come so close to me that I felt his breath on my face. I felt his saliva coming out of his mouth onto my face as it screamed at me. I literally wet my pants right there inside the mountain at 3 o'clock in the morning. So there we go. That's a little bit of audio from Aaron Arcand. That's courtesy of the Edmonton Journal pitching his new show. I, for one, if he started the Kickstarter right now, $5 from me would go straight to that. I want to see this show, and I want it broadcast in America. I will pay money to watch Aaron Arcand's show. I mean, a Sasquatch basically spit in his face and he wet himself, Sarah. I'm really glad that I was aware of the fact that he pissed his pants because I really feel like that story really needed that extra something. Also, I think the Sasquatch, the Sasquatch sounder, the Squatch Watch sounder is going to need his sounder in there too. I think it's going to Is this a video? Why did he never... I know I'm asking you a question that probably has no answer, but why was he making those... 
those Sasquatch noises? <laughs> Apropos of nothing, he this, never referenced them. This entirely proves why you are so uneducated when oh, it comes to Sasquatches. Boy. Sarah, those are the common calls. For the Sasquatch Now the first one Was them calling out To other ones The second one Was a Sasquatch in distress So that's when They're getting nervous About something And they're they're talking To each other The first one though That's, that's just a call out Just a hey I'm here Just squatching around Any other squatching, squatches Is that a That's a It's a verb Yeah Any other squatches out here Just squatching around Right now Looking for you That's kind of what it is Thank you Greg For Clearing that up Hello my friends my name is Sarah Still, and welcome to my world of crazy. crazy. Greg, first up, got some news about one of your girlfriends. Why did you turn well, me down? Who? I don't feel like I'm loud enough. Uh, one of your girlfriends. Which one comes to mind? Britney Spears? No, mother blonde one. Kesha? <gasps> K-E dollar sign ex- H-A. That is an ex-girlfriend. Well, I do have to tell you, Kesha... Is now fresh out of rehab. She's been in rehab for the past two months. Oh, really? And has a brand new name. Greg, she changed her name. She's not K-E dollar sign H-A? Kesha is no longer K-E dollar sign H-A. In fact, Kesha is trying to be more mature. Really? With her life. And she is now just Kesha. What do you mean? K-E-S-H-A. Oh, she dropped she, the dollar sign. She dropped the this dollar is, sign, the Greg. the thing? She dropped the dollar because sign. Because she's a ma- mature audience. She is just... I, don't you hate it? artist. Don't you mature. hate it when people say mature? Mature. Mature? I want to punch anybody in the face that says mature. Mature. Like, there was this one... I think I was watching a show on Hulu or something, and, like, one of the... Gut, like, the uh, disclaimers of the game is, like, the following has been approved for mature audiences only. I'm like... Mature. Mature. Anyway, yes, she was photographed leaving rehab, arriving in the Los Angeles International Airport, wearing a shirt that says, I'm a survivor. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Uh, she Survivor from what? She took to her Twitter account to say, happy to be back, feeling healthy and working on tons of new music. I can't thank my fans for all of the love and support you have given to me. So now she did change her Twitter handle to... Kesha Rose, because apparently that's her real name. No dollar signs anymore, Greg. Kesha Rose is her last name? I, I don't know, know if that's that. her last name or like her middle name. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well. She also tweeted out to her fans, life is beautiful. I'm so blessed to have you all. Yes, of course, Kesha entered rehab early in January uh, for an eating disorder treatment. And Ke- Kesha Rose is her middle name. There you go. Kesha Rose Sebert. Saber. I don't know. Something like that. All right. Well, there you go. No more dollar sign. That is no more. Now she's a classy bitch. Her name is Kesha Rose. Uh, I might talk to her. I have an update from a story that I had earlier this week. Do you remember the story I had about the brother and sister making out in jail? Yes, I do. Well, days after making headlines for allegedly kissing her brother after a shoplifting arrest, yes, Charlene Marie Ellett is behind bars yet again. However, this time, the Texas woman was locked up for allegedly assaulting her husband. 
Who is not her brother? Oh, wait a minute. There's a husband involved in this too? She has a uh, she has a husband when she's not making out with her brother. So these were the brother and sister that were arrested on like meth charges. They were arrested on meth charges, then went to jail, but they were in cells separating each other with bars and they were making out between the bars. Oh. And they both had they both share a mother. So they're like they kept saying they were half siblings, but they've shared a uterus. Oh. Like they they are related. Oh. So uh, she was <laughs> she was arrested for assaulting her husband. So apparently there was a, a dispute over a cellular phone at their location, and the male reported that the female assaulted him. It turned out that it was the woman that was making out with her brother. Uh, so <laughs> apparently she tried to put him in a chokehold, causing his throat to swell. Well, she has been charged with assault, which goes along with a few other charges from her previous arrest, including prohibited sexual conduct, shoplifting, and meth possession. Of course, it was on uh, just last week when she was uh, arrested along with her brother on a possession of meth charge. You mean they were still, the husband was still with her? Mm. Yeah, so the recap for that one really quick, if you miss it. So after the two, the brother and the sister were taken into custody, deputies at the sheriff's office said they noticed the siblings who were in adjacent cells. Kissing each other on the lips between the bars. Oh. Uh, when questioned, they said uh, that they were only half si- uh, half siblings with the same biological mother, but they had been involved in a sexual relationship since last November. Oh. Next up, Florida with trees to Portland, Oregon. We travel. Oh, hey, we're here. Hi. Another airplane story out of Portland. How come all the crazies get on the airplanes here? You know, there so are there there's a lot of like nutballs uh, yeah. that fly out of Portland. Well, it makes sense. Uh, passengers aboard a Southwest Airlines flight from Seattle to Sacramento got to make a surprise stop in Portland thanks to the behavior of a passenger who apparently had smoked purple hash prior to takeoff. Yes, uh, during the course of this flight, this man by the name of Sharon Lamar Rogers flashed gang signs, praised Jesus, and demanded alcoholic drinks all throughout the course of the trip. Rogers was taken into custody at the Portland International Airport this past week following his high-altitude antics and charged with interfering with flight crew members. So what happened is uh, it began when Rogers boarded the plane, this was on Tuesday morning, and claiming he had a first-class ticket, even though there was no first-class seating on the flight because it was Southwest Airlines. Yeah, they don't have that. Yeah. Uh, attendants then asked Rogers to sh- stow his luggage three times. He refused, saying, I do what I want. I do what I want. <laughs> That's the best way to get what you want, though. Yeah. It really is. Because, I mean, people have to understand, once you clarify that with them, then they they, <laughs> then un- they, they understand. They get it. It's like, oh, you can't go here. Nah, I do what I want. Yeah. They and know then, the lay of the land. Yeah. It's, it's like, no, no, no. I've told you I do what I want. Yeah. Now you understand. I'm a grown-ass man. I do what I want. <laughs> well, they let him do what he wanted because uh, he was there until the plane was taking off. Uh, so... He started hitting the when he was finally seated and put his bag away. He started hitting the emergency button and demanding alcoholic drinks before the plane was even in the air. Uh, he kept going when the plane even reached its cruising altitude. Uh, Rogers then asked the attendants for not one, not two, but three glasses of wine. Did he? Did he tell them they were disrespecting him uh, at no, any point? No, he said uh, he, he asked for three glasses of wine. He was denied, and then he decided to start talking about Jesus. Uh, he told to, he told them when they refused him wine, get the fuck out of my face, he said. And then he followed up by saying, Jesus loves you. <laughs> he then began throwing up gang signs that he later told investigators were, quote, for Jesus. And then he rambled incessantly what? about how you should love Jesus Christ. When he was met at the airport by the Port of Portland, uh, Roger said he'd been smoking purple hash before the flight and wasn't really sure what happened on it. But... In all fairness, though, this sounds like a Washington crazy, not a Portland crazy. It does. It's a Seattle crazy. Okay. 
And finally, this is a thing. I just wanted you to know about it. Greg, there is a new smartphone app, phone app that can teach people how to be better at oral sex. Really? Yes, it's called Lick This. It's a new app by a San Francisco-based team called Club Sexy Time. And yes, it promises to let users hone their skills by licking their smartphones. Oh, no, it doesn't. I swear it does. It's called Lick This. So this app actually requires no download. You just go to the lickthisapp.com and you can go in your mobile browser and start licking your phone screen. Oh. The site also suggests that you wrap up your phone by putting some plastic wrap over the screen so that you don't get it too dirty. Is this just a giant joke on everyone? I don't think so because it has many different levels that you can go to to try and teach yourself how to be better at oral sex. And let me specify this is for, uh, for a vagina. So there is there are such features on this, Greg, called the up and down, which challenges users to flick a light switch on their screen up and down with their tongues as quickly as possible. <sighs> There's also circles, which has users move the handle of a mechanical pencil sharpener around as quickly as they possibly can. And freestyle, which asks users to use their tongues as an implement to jab at a beach ball bouncing seemingly at random around the screen. <laughs> So it is to train your tongue to be better at oral sex. So All right. that's from Club Sexy Time. Lickthisapp.com. There you go. Now we know. That, my friends, is your world of crazy. Wow. All right. Yeah, there we go. Well, okay. There we go. And that's the rest of the story. Oh, jeez. I know, I just that, that man's name was Jesus, Jesus Christ. Christ. <laughs> Ocular cancer except affects 19 million Americans a <laughs> okay, year. Okay, that's All right, so um, funny. I think it's time for a little bit of Dr. Science. Oh, God. Because what we need to do right now is if you are listening live, go to footemploymentradio.com slash live, hop into the chat and post your questions for Dr. Science, where the things you thought you knew will be untold with truths from Dr. Science. Wow, see, I just kind of strung that together right there. Getting ready that to sentence didn't my, make any sense. You know that, right? put my science hat on here. Okay. Um, so go ahead and post your questions in there. We'll take just a quick break. While you do, we will answer two questions today. Two questions. All right, let's put them in. And uh, ask whatever those are. And we'll see if Dr. Science answers your questions. This is a popular thing for the kids, too. A lot of people gather around okay. with their kids on Sundays. Can you just, like... When you can replay this episode. Sometimes I just wish you couldn't talk. And then, you know, the kids kind of learn something before they go out for the for the school week. So it's the family portion of the show. All right. We'll take a break. We'll be back here in just a minute with more Fun Employment Radio. You're listening to the Fun Employment Radio Network. Uh, stretching. So... For today's lesson, let's make sure that it's we all know. It's so gross. I don't know why it grosses me out, but it's so well, grosses me out. There's many people listening to this several times over, and a lot of times right now... Nobody's listening to this several times many over. Many people download this podcast, uh, in particular, for Sundays, where they have a gather around, and they call them Science Sunday with their children, and I'm educating children right now, so That's the first so step, children... so weird that you've even that made would, something like that Well, up. it's for the whole family. Uh, first up, Stop stretching. This. Stop stretching. It's important before you engage in science activities to do a proper stretch. Now, a lot of that counts like... It's like this, like you twist around, and you roll the neck <laughs> a little bit, and you get the, the science juices flowing. 
You know, you get them, get them bubbling You're actively up. Actively making me feel nauseous. Bottle, bubbling up right up to the right up to the nauseous surface. Nauseous or nauseated? The and two. then, okay, then, then we're then we're. Why are you good. like taking breathers? Like, stop. Well, no, I'm just trying to teach everyone how to properly stretch before doing science activities. All right, Sarah, I've put my science hat on. And now I am ready to dispel the untruths you may have learned during your educationings and learnings. Are you done? I'm, I haven't yet begun. <sighs> All right. Well, I've sorted and I found two. All of the questions, of course, were incredible. However, I found your two questions for today. Are you ready, Greg? Yes. All right. The first uh, one. I'm sorry. Who? Uh, God damn it. Greg's not here right now. You need to say that in crazy ways. He's not here right now, Mrs. Torrance. He's doing the little red rum finger in case anybody's wondering. All right, first question. Dear Doctor Yes! Why doesn't paper work after it gets wet? (laughs) Dear Doctor Science, why doesn't paperwork after it gets wet. Okay. Yes, that's a that's a very good question. It actually. is. A, it's a great question. It's been I was a mystery very of mystery of mankind since the first time somebody spilled a glass of water on paper in 1923. That happened in. Uh, believe it or not, the weirdest place that you, this is probably something you wouldn't guess. It actually happened in Saudi Arabia. Was the first time it happened, but that's a different story about the first glass of water being spilled on paper. This is much more a story about the Earth, a story about biology, and a story of the great wars of times past, Sarah. Now, as we all know... Has there been a time where we've not been doing this particular show? (laughs) It feels like it's been like eight hours. In the ancient times... (laughs) Of course, we know that trees came up out of the water crawled up onto earth and then began their scourge of growing really tall and making other things feel inferior we all know this about trees they're terrible things oh my god basically useless minus a few things housing air some other things but of course when they did get out from the water what was that what was the one thing that became their enemy what did they try to try to battle what did they try to destroy what did they try to ruin was it frogs the seas the water. Oh, they try to suck okay. up the water because the trees hate the water. Because it can go anywhere, whereas trees are just kind of stuck there in one spot. So they're like, oh, well, screw you, water. I'm going to suck up all the, all the water, and I'm going to get rid of it, because that's what trees try to do. They try to get rid of the water. And because of that, water and trees have battled for many, many centuries. Approximately the Third century BC is when this war actually began. Oh my god. And what happened was trees found a way to get even more mad at water. They could they found a way to get back at them even more, which was when people started using trees for paper. So people had this paper, they could write all these words on it, they could do all these amazing things, and water was like, No, you can't write words on me. What am I going to do about this? This is terrible. These trees are taking over everything. And then that's when water got its revenge because it found out that when trees were shaved down to really small like that oh guess who won that battle it wasn't the tree this time sucking up the water it was the water disintegrating the paper ergo that is why water destroys paper because in small amounts water is more superior than trees did you really say ergo okay all right greg i'm sorry who dr science yeah 
And finally, Dear Dr. Science. Yes. This is a question that's popped up more than once. Want to let you know. Uh, inquiring minds would like to know. Okay. Dr. Science, how do I become a doctor of science? Well, <laughs> I don't know if you have what it takes, Sarah. I'm not talking about for me. I'm talking about anyone. Oh, okay, anyone okay. in general. Oh, oh I thought this is what I questions. could totally be a doctor of science. I'm basically a doctor. We've talked about my dad's a doctor, so I mean, I'm pretty much well. Let me explain a doctor. how you become a doctor of science. Okay, because it's really important in this new age. Sure, of how things work. First off, those of you in school with all your book learnings and all that stuff—that's neat. That's fine. Ignore it. Waste of time. If you really want to learn about science and you want to become a doctor of science, you have to go out on your own. You have to test things. You have to experiment on different things. You have to try to figure it out for yourself. Work through it. Problem solve. But the most important thing, the most important thing to do after you get rid of all those books, ignore that stuff. Start thinking for yourself. Don't think for yourself too long because there's only one source really to become a, to become a doctor of science. And you're hearing his voice right now. Oh, my God. The best way to become a doctor of science is to donate to the Dr. Science Foundation, where Dr. Science can teach you his intimate teachings. How do they donate? With their questions? Well, their questions are one way. I I appreciate that everybody's Mm -hmm. learning, but the uh, academy will be open soon. And now taking funding for it. Now, if you would like to become a doctor of science, that is the best way. I do have the power to bestow doctorates of science. So send your donations now and sign up. And let Dr. Science help you become more learned. There you go, children. That was your Dr. Science lesson for the week. Wow, I feel so much more educated, Greg. Gotta Thank time you that so out. much for Gotta that. Gotta time that out to hit the post on that. I'm going to do that from now on. Yeah, that was really impressive. Yeah. <laughs> All right, science hat is off. Oh, hi. It's just your regular douchey hat. <laughs> Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in to Fun Employment Radio. Oh, I did forget to talk Greg, about this. Greg, you do need to get a science hat, though. Should I get a science hat? I don't know what a science hat looks like, but you need one. Well, I can tell you what's not going to go on my online resume is uh, Dr. Science. I'm probably not going to put that on Okay. There. Oh, are you going to put up some of the new pictures that we got? I am going to put up those on my website. On your Greg Squarespace Nib- site? Yep. GregNibbler.com, courtesy of Squarespace.com. That is where Sarah and I have our individual sites, SarahXDillon.com and GregNibbler.com, because Squarespace is one of the amazing sponsors of Fun Employment Radio, and they have been... A, fantastic. They're supporters of us. But B, their product is amazing. I mean, basically, they have done all the work for you designing your own website. You just get to go in there, sign up, drag and drop anything you want. You can design it to look however you want. It's all simple. You don't have to worry about coding or any of those things that, that, you know, quite frankly, unless you're a web designer. Or HTML. Yes, all of that. They've Mm -hmm. done all the hard work. And essentially, the bottom line is you get an amazing looking website courtesy of them. So go to squarespace.com slash funemployment and you can use the offer code funemployment and get 10% off. Mm-hmm. So whatever you need a website for, be it for yourself, for an online resume like I'm kind of doing it, like basically an online portfolio of all of my stuff. If you're out there looking for work, what better way to look professional seriously than having your own website? 
Honestly. Yeah, everyone wants to be taken seriously. So Yeah. And in this day and age, you should probably have one. And it's very inexpensive. So uh, go to squarespace.com slash funemployment and use the offer code funemployment because you get 10% off. And that's how they know you heard about them from us. Mm -hmm. So we greatly appreciate everyone doing that. And I'm excited because this weekend I'm going to put up my my new new fancy pictures. Fancy. D. Leonidas Photography. Yes, seriously. He did a great job Yeah he did So I'm excited to finally Put those things up Alright thank you so much everyone uh, Send us an email Funemploymentradio At gmail.com Give us a call 503-575-9120 Tomorrow on the network Chronicles of the Nerds And Rip, Rip City, City Bad, Bad Boys. Boys All right here Available for you At funemploymentradio.com Have a wonderful weekend Bye, Bye.